Ta'anitaf Yudhet, the last thing we were discussing was Megillah Ta'anit. Any day that it's said over there not to eulogize, not to fast, even the day before it is Asur to eulogize and fast, but the day afterwards is Mutar. And we said from the 1st to the 8th of Nisan, there was some sort of argument between the Tzedokim and the Hachamim. And Hachamim won, that's why no eulogies at that time. And the reason they said Rosh Chodesh Nisan also, even though it's Rosh Chodesh, is because even the day before it, it should be Asur to eulogize. And then they said from the 8th to the end of the holiday of Pesach also. And the reason they said Holom is so that even Isro Hag's Asur with Netanit or a eulogy, the reason we had to mention Rosh Chodesh and uh, the holiday is even the day before and after, because if it was just for the holiday, just for Rosh Chodesh, it's Midiorite, and the Midiorite doesn't need a Chizuk, but the Rabbanan does need a Chizuk. The Chizuk is that the day before is Asur to have eulogy. So now the Gemara is going to go into what Rav Papa just said. He said that we said Rosh Chodesh to be Oser Kaftet Adar, and we said the holiday in order to be Oser Isro Hag of Pesach. So the question is, Keman, who is it like? There's a Mahloket about the day after the days of Megillah Ta'ani. Today, according to Hachamim, you're allowed to be Maspid the day after. According to Rabbi Yossi, you're not allowed to be Maspid the day after. So, Keman, who's Rav Papa? Like Rabbi Yossi? Is it like Rabbi Yossi? The Amar ben Lefana ben Leharav Asur? Before or end after is Asur to eulogize? Yachi, if that's the case... Then Basrim Nami, the 29th of Adar, which is the day before Shodesh, should also be a problem. Why do you have to give me that whole reason that it's the day before that week where there was an argument with the Tzedokim? Tipukle, you should say it should you should say the reason I'll eulogize because it's the day after. The 28th of Adar. Meaning, why are you saying that it's Asur to eulogize because it's the day before Rosh Chodesh? Say it's Asur, say the 29th is Asur because it's the day after the 28th. What happened on the 28th? The on the 28th of Adar. Good news came to the Jewish people. They wouldn't have to be Mevatel Torah. They could continue learning Torah. Why? One time, the Romans were gozer shemad, means decrees against the religion on Israel. Three gezerot. They went and they got advice from one woman. All the big people in Rome are usually found by her. Amradim, she said, look, go protest in the middle of the night and you'll see what happens. They went and they protested at night. Amru. And they said, Eh, Shamaim, where are you, Shamaim? And then they turned to the Romans and they said, Lo, aren't we brothers? Lo, bene, ave, hat, aren't we the, the, the children of one father? Lo, bene, em, hat, aren't we the children of uh, one mother? Yitzhak and Ifka. Why are we different than any other nation and every other tongue that you are decreeing on us all these bad things? And the Romans heard this, which was 28th of Adar, they made it a Yom Tov. 
So if we all like Rabbi Yossi, why do we have to say that it's the day before Rosh Chodesh Adar, that whole thing with the Tamid? Say it's the day after the 28th, and that works according to everyone. So Amar lo Chodesh No, so we had to say Aleph Nisan just in case we have a 30-day Adar, and the 29th will be Asur because of the 28th, and the 30th will be Asur because of the 1st of Nisan. Or, like Rav Amar, Afilu Tema Lechodesh Haseh, even if it's a 29-day month, Kol She'ach Leharav Beta'anit Asur Behespeda Mutar. The day after, you're not allowed to fast, but you're allowed to eulogize. Vezeh, but this Kaftet Adar Ho'il Umutal Ben Shnei Yamim Tovim, since it's between two Yamim Tovim, Kaftet Adar and Rosh Chodesh Nisan, Asur Ke Yom Tov Atzmo, they made it as if it's a Yom Tov itself, Vafilu Behesped Nam Yasur, you're not allowed to even eulogize. Now, the Gemara is going to go back to one of the holidays, Amar Mor, Mitiman from the 8th of Nisan, Ve'atsof Mo'ad, until the end of Pesach, Itotav, Haggad Shavu'aya. We won the argument about Shavu'ot, and therefore, the lo le misped, and there's no eulogizing on those days. Lama li le memar Mitiman Yabe, what do I have to say from the 8th of Nisan? Lema Mitishabe, say from the 9th of Nisan, Utman Gufeh, and the eighth itself as Asur in Hesped because they have because still the last day of that argument about the what, the Korban Tamid if it comes from the Tzibur or the Yahid. So why say eight to end of the holiday? Say from nine. Sigma explains Let's say something happens. And that first holiday from Rosh Chodesh till the eighth we have to stop it for some reason or another, then temanya gufe asur, then you should just know that the eighth itself is also asur, because it's still the first day of the holiday of that argument that we want about Shavuot. So the Gemara says, Okay, if, if you got to that, then okay, now we now we can say, use this for backwards. You could also use that answer for the 29th. If something happens, if something happens and we have to cancel that twenty eighth of Adar, then you should know it's not it's asur and hesped because they have a because it becomes the day before we won that argument about the tamid. And itmar bihiya barase amar rav, he said in the name of rav, halacha kerebi osi, that the day before and after is asur, ushmuel amar halacha kerebi meir, that dafka, which is hakamim, that dafka the day before is asur, the day after is mutar in his bed. And the Gemara says, umi amar shmuel hachi, did really shmuel say that the halacha zakerebi meir, that the day after is mutar and the day before is asur? Vehatanya, rabban shmuel gamliel omer, umata mudlomar, Behon behon shete pe'amim. Why does it say in Megillah ta'amim behon behon two times? The exact language is ilen yomaya de lo lehitana behon. These are the days you're not allowed to fast. And umiktsaton de lo misped behon. And these are the day. And some of them that you're not allowed to eulogize. It says behon twice. Why twice? Loma lecha shehen asurin. They themselves are asur. However, lifnehen ulaharhen mutarin. This is Rabban Shmuel Gamliel. Ve'amar Shmuel halacha keraban Shmuel Gamliel that the day before and after is asur. So you see, wait. So now Shmuel said halacha keraban Shmuel Gamliel, and before he said like Rabbi Meir. So what's going on? 
So the Gemara explains. Ma'ikara, originally when you heard the words of Tanakama and Ribiosi, Savar, since there's no one more lenient than Ribi Meir, therefore Amar Alakha Kirbi Meir. Kevan Tishamael Rabanchimekel Tefed. Then he heard Rabanchim Omegamliel really lenient, and he's allowing the Hesped and Ta'anit the day before and after. Then Amar Alakhak Rabanchim Omegamliel, I'm gonna be lenient all the way. And the Gemara continues, Vechen Amar Bali, uh, Bali is a rabbi's name, Amar Bihya Bar Abba, Amar Bihanan, Halacha Kerebi Yossi. Yossi. It sounds like Kerebi Yohanan's Mahmir, that the before and after of those Yamim Tovim of Megillah Ta'anit are Asur Behesped Ta'anit. And Amar Rebi Hiya Le Bali, Azberal, let me explain to you something. Ki Amar Rebi Yohanan, Halacha Kerebi Yossi, when he said Halacha Kerebi Yossi, not about the Hesped part, Ela Adeloheleh Ta'ana'a part, on the part that says you're not allowed to fast. Where Rebbe Meir holds before and after you're allowed to fast, and Rebbe Yossi said the day before is Asur, the day after is Mutar. And over there, Rebbe Yohanan held like Rebbe Yossi, but when it came to the Hesped part, he held like Rebbe Meir that before is Asur, the day after is Mutar. And the Gemara says, Umiyama Rebbe Yohanan Hachi, did Rebbe Yohanan really say that you're not allowed to fast on the days before, but after them you're allowed? Vihaamar Rebbe Yohanan, Rebbe Yohanan said, we have a rule that halakha kista mishnah. The halakha is always like a mishnah with no name. Mutanan, we have a mishnah with no name. It says over there, Afapishi amru makdimin velo me'aharin. Even though when it comes to Megillah, the Sarn Purim, you could read it a little bit before, a couple days before, depending on the situation. Maybe people in the villages, they could read it on the Monday or Thursday before. We're going to learn in Masechet Megillah. You can't read it the day after. So you can't read it on Yudzayin of Adar. But still, those days early that you read Megillat Esther, for whatever reason, mutarin ta'anit. You're allowed to eulogize and fast. So, emat, which dates or what exactly are we talking about? Maybe you're talking about the people in Yerushalayim or Shushan who have to do it on the 15th and they're reading it one day early for whatever reason. Let's say they're at Shabbat or whatever it is. So let's say they're reading it on the 14th, and you want to say that they're allowed to fast. Who said you're allowed to fast on the 14th? We learned in Megillah Tanit. The 14th of Adar, on the 15th of Adar, the days of Purim, you're not allowed to eulogize on those days. It's coming to say that the people on the 14th cannot fast and eulogize on the 15th, and the people of the 15th can't on the 14th. So you have to say, we're talking about the people of the 14th, and let's say they have to read it on the 13th for whatever. Well, the 13th is Yom Nikanor. It is Yom Nikanor. We're going to explain what it is. And you're not allowed to fast on that day. You're not allowed to eulogize on that day. So maybe we're talking about the case where the people of the 14th read it on the 12th. Let's say the 14th falls out on a Wednesday and the villagers read it two days early on Monday. Well, then Yom Tor It's the day of Yom Tor And also, you know, that eulogize or fast. So we're talking about the, 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 they read it on the 11th day. So let's say... Uh, Purim falls out on a Sunday and they read it on the Thursday before well it says straight up over there that you're allowed to eulogize and fast so here you have it you have a Stam Mishnah that allows you to fast on the day before 
you're not allowed to fast in a ta'anit, a happy day. And according to the, the rule of Halakhak Islam Mishnah, the rule that Rabbi Yohanan usually goes by, then how could he hold like Rabbi Yossi that the day before is uh, Asur and the day before the day after is Mutar? According to him, it should be also Mutar to fast the day before. The Gemara says, look, we're not talking about if it hap- if Purim happens on a Sunday and they moved it on to the 11th. Rather, we're talking about the people of the 14th. They're reading on Tov. So let's say Purim is on a Wednesday. They read it on Monday. You're not allowed to fast. Already it's not a Yom Tov anymore. Because two Hasidim, two big Tzadikim died on that day. They were killed on that day. So it's not a it's not a happy day anymore, and therefore you're allowed to fast over there. And Kihad Rav Nachman Gazat Anita Betresar Rav Nachman was Gazat Anita on the twelfth of Adar, and Amrul Le Rabbanan Rabbanan told him Yom Toryanusu, isn't it Yom Toryanus? And Amal Lehu Yom Toryanus Gufe Batlu Batlu that Hachemim already mevatel Yom Toryanus because Ho'il Veneheragubo Shemaya Vehaya Achiv because Shemaya and his brother got killed on that day. The Gemara says, Yeah, but you could also say that the 12th is the day before Yom Nikanor, and that should be enough not to have them fast. And he answered, Wait a second, that Yom Tov itself, they were mevatel, because of the Shemaya and his brother that were killed. So, Mishum Yom Nikanor Nikum so we should be gozer that it should be not allowed betanit because of Yom Nikanor, which is the next day, meaning it used to be itself a Yom Tov, and now we're canceling it because it's a sad day. We should say it's not a sad day anymore because of the next day. That's already too much. So now the Gemara goes into the question, my Nikanor or my Turianus, what's Nikanor Turianus? The Tanya. Nikanor, he was one of the uh, Hashuv people in the times of the Yevanim, of the Hashmonaim during that time. It was the middle of the Bait Every day he would wave his hand on Yudavir He was saying every day when it's going to fall in my hand and I'm going to be able to crush it. When the Hashmonai family beat them and it was Yudgimel Adar, they cut off his the thumbs and toes. And they hung it by the gates of Yerushalayim. And they said, The mouth that was talking with haughtiness. And the hands that were waving on Yerushalayim. We should do revenge to them. And so that's what happened in Gimel Adar. So my Turianus, what was the story of Turianus? Amru. When Torianus wanted to kill Tutsadikim, Lulianus and Papus in the city of Lud, there was some sort of blood libel over there. They said the, 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 someone killed the princess. They took the, the, the blame, so this way the rest of the Jews won't get killed. And the king killed them by themselves. Amar lahem, Torianus told them, If you're from the the nation of Hanya Mishael and Azariah, Yavo Elohechem ve'etzilatchem yadi kadech she'etzilat Hanya Mishael v'Azariah mi'an Nebuchadnezzar. Then Hashem should come and save you the same way He saved them from Nebuchadnezzar. Amrulo, so they told them Hanya Mishael v'Azariah tzadikim gomorin hayu. 
they were big tzaddikim. Uruin hayu leasot laimnes, and they they were befitting for a miracle. Nebuchadnezzar melech hagunaya, and Nebuchadnezzar was a decent king. He didn't make up stuff about us. And okay, then he deserved the miracle to happen. And that Rasha, and they're talking about Torianus himself, he's low level. Why? Because he's coming with all these different tricks. He's coming with a blood libel. And he doesn't deserve a miracle. We probably did some sort of sin. We deserved Mitad Betin of Shamaim. And we're not deserving of a miracle. If you don't kill us, there's a lot of uh, people who could kill us. Hashem has his ways. There's a lot of bears and lions. Hashem has in his world. That could hurt us and kill us because of The only reason that put us in your hand for a blood libel because he's going to punish you. Even though they warned him, Nobody even had a chance to move from there until two soldiers or important people came from Rome and they hit his head over with two sticks. They, they busted open his head. Now we learned in the Mishnah, and gozrin ta'anit al tzibur, but tehila b'hamishi. We're not gozer a ta'anit on the tzibur on Thursday, and gozrin ta'anit b'rashia chodashim, and neither on rashia chodashim, Hanukkah purim. And if they do, you don't stop. That's according to Rabban Gamliel, and Rabbi Meir said, even though you don't stop, but you don't finish it either. And the Gemara asks, v'chama haviyahat hala. What's considered that you started a fast that you don't stop? So Rav. Aha, Amar, Shalosh. If they did it three times already, Monday, Thursday, Monday, then you don't stop, just continue it. Amar, Ahat, even if it was one fast, you don't stop, you just continue them. And Amar of Yudah, Amar, Zodiv, Rebbe Meir, Shamar, Mishum, Rabban, Shimon, Gamliel. That's Rebbe Meir's words. You fast and you finish the fast. And same thing, Darash, Mor, Zutra, Mishemed, Rav, Hunar. You fast and you finish it. If the ta'anit happens to be on Rosh Chodesh, however, on Hanukkah, Purim, you don't finish it. That's uh, the way Tosfot mentions it. Now, we're going to stop here because the next Mishnah goes deep into Daf Yutet. Hadran Allah said, Ta'aniyot ketzad. Amen.